Music by Shiana. Hi. Welcome to Who You Call on Holistic. I'm your host, Shiana Rivers. Whew. I made it. Um, I'm sorry that I'm tardy, but let me explain. So before I had my whole relaunch, I was like, you know what? Let me go ahead and get a few recorded so that they're already ready, you know, and then I have a few in the chamber so that I don't get behind and I'm always ahead of the game, right? So I had a recording back in February. That was the first time I stepped into the studio. I mentioned that already before. And then I also had a recording with the ladies from the We Talk Back podcast. And I was like, okay, you know, I already got these going on. So bad news <laughs> was that the We Talk Back podcast or the We Talk Back girls recording with me, uh, my mic wasn't on. So that one, it was a great interview too. Um, but we're going to have to redo it at some point. I've already talked to the ladies. We're going we're gonna to get that rescheduled and perhaps it'll be better. I mean, that's my only hope. It's got to be better. So that one's not in the chamber anymore. And then the one that I recorded in February, I, I'm not even sure where it is. It's floating somewhere. So in my head, I was like, you know what? I'll be okay. I already have that one in the chamber. So if I do miss a recording, whatever, I can pull that one and, and post that and publish that one. But it's floating somewhere. Don't know where it is at the moment. Hopefully I can find it. And then I also had a guest scheduled, a virtual guest scheduled this week, and we were going to talk about cannabis things. And this is a pretty like prominent figure in the cannabis industry. I was very excited that I even landed this interview and she canceled. So let me say she rescheduled. We haven't rescheduled yet, but right now she's not on my calendar rescheduled. So I was like, you know what? Old me would have been like, oh, I'll just miss this week and we'll catch up next week or whatever. But I was like, you know, no. <laughs> I need to get my shit together. I need to go ahead and just record. I have all the equipment that I need. So I am like literally sitting on my couch. I've got the the mic set up all nice. Like, like I know what I'm doing, which I do because I've had this practice already. In my head, it's way nicer in the studio because everything's already set up. I just have to show up, but I'm capable. I've already done this and I'm just fingers crossed my audio sounds as good as it usually does but I have like put on the headphones I'm, I'm real professional over here if you could see it like it's 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 good and then I was like well now I don't even know what I'm gonna do for YouTube so moving forward what I'll I'll do is I'll get a camera or something so that if something like this does happen again then I'm prepared or I'm better prepared because I, I was already prepared this time but then I'm better prepared so that I can have a video camera here I can have a whole setup on my couch and it'll be it'll just be chill but it'll be a good time and then I can still get my shit out consistently because that was my issue before and I was like I don't want to do that anymore like I want my podcast to grow the way it's supposed to grow I know that this is part of my purpose I'm supposed to be doing this shit so no excuses for myself no excuses for you guys because I want to continue showing up and that's what I'm here to do so I was like, well, I don't even know what I'm going to talk about because I had planned that I was going to record with, you know, the cannabis chick. But it's cool. It's cool because I know exactly what I'm going to talk about. I'm going to talk about Beyonce. And OK, but before we get to Beyonce, I just wanted to throw out some other things first. First, first, first. OK, 
I haven't reminded you guys to subscribe to my Patreon. The link is in the show notes. Um, I also have Reiki classes coming up if you were tuning in before those. I've been talking about them. Join my email list. That is the best way to also stay up to date with what's going on in my life. Um, What else? I recently had a Reiki event that was good, the 888 event. And, you know, I'm always rolling out courses and events. So just stay tuned for those. Keep an eye out. But again, join my email list and always read the show notes for up-to-date information on all the things. So let's rewind or move forward. One of those. Um, So this weekend or this past weekend, I went to D.C., which I love D.C., y'all. Like I could I could absolutely move to D.C., but my problem is (laughs) my really good friend from college up there. Uh, she, she's been living there for, I think, seven years now. And as long as I've known her, even in college, she always continued to have several jobs. Like she's always wanted to work all the time. She's a tourist. She likes nice things. I love that for her. Um, I don't want to work several jobs. I want to get paid. (laughs) I mean, I do want several streams of income. Let me put that out there, but I want to get paid high dollar amounts for the things I'm already doing. And I want several streams of income to be myself and to show up with the things that I love doing and continue to live that way because how many people are doing that? And so I I said I would absolutely move to DC if I had the luxuries that my homegirl already has up there. So she lives in a beautiful place with a rooftop, with a view of the Washington Monument, with all the amenities, like opening doors in there, you had to wave your hand Um, you needed a key fob to get throughout the whole building. Like it was very, very luxurious. And I, again, I love that for her, but like, if I want to move up there, like I want that lifestyle. So the powers that be, (laughs) um, if y'all want to make that happen, that's cool. That is cool with me because I don't want to move up there. If I don't have that kind of life (laughs) at this point, I've been exposed to it. So then it's like, "Mm, what else am I going to do up there? I, I just, I need that kind of lifestyle if I'm going to do it. And I'm not against other places too. I just, I want the money to be right um, when I do move. But again, I want to continue doing the things that I love doing and make a living and make a lovely income off of those things. So anyway, so before I got to DC, first of all, I booked my flight hella late because that's the way I live my life sometimes. So typically I get a direct flight, but this time I did not get a direct flight. That's cool. I had to fly into Philly first. And I was like, you know what? That is okay because I'll probably find some information or some sort of message that I need to see. So I took a gummy before I left my house that morning um, to be able to, you know, just float through the airport as needed. And my flight was super, super early. So I don't know if you guys are like me, but whenever I have an early flight, I can't sleep the night before. It doesn't matter if I'm like, you know what? I'm going to have an early night. That never happens. I like feel panicked or something that I'm going to oversleep or miss something. So I typically take like a three hour nap, maybe. And then I just get by on adrenaline for the rest of the day until I can finally take a nap, which thank God there were, there was time for naps when I got there. But Um, before I left, I set an intention for the whole weekend. You know, I asked that the weekend be one of the best trips I've ever had. 
I sent Reiki to the whole weekend. I sent Reiki to my trip. I Reiki'd all the things because, you know, that's what I do. And, you know, then I was just going into it like, you know what? I got a solid ass network. I already know I'm going to have an amazing time, but, you know, somehow I always know people that know people or whatever. So it's going to work out. It's going to be fantastic. And it sure the fuck was. So when I got there, after going through the Philly airport and seeing all kinds of lovely messages on the um, on the walls in there, I arrived in D.C. And then I was waiting for my other friend Nikki to arrive because she got in a flight a little later than me. And it wasn't even time for check-in at the airport yet. So I was like, you know what? Oh, and my homegirl that lives there was like, I'll get y'all a room, by the way. So that's why we didn't stay at her place. We stayed at a hotel across from where they had the headquarters for the January 6th thing. Anyway, so when I landed in D.C., I was like, you know what? I'll grab some food while I wait for my friend Nikki to get here. And I'm waiting in line. And there's this flight attendant. There's two flight attendants. It's a man and a woman. And the man just kept looking back at me and I was pretending I didn't see him because, sir, why are you staring at me? And then eventually I made eye contact with him and he was like, hey, um, where are you from? And I was like, um, South Carolina. And he was like, OK, well, I'm Egyptian and um, you look like an Egyptian queen. And I was like, oh. Thank you, sir. You just made my day. Like, you can't tell me shit the rest of the weekend now. This is how my trip is already starting? And then I was like, it's interesting that you say that, you know, because I also teach magic. You know, this is what I do for a living. So I receive that. Thank you for that blessing. And again, you can't tell me shit the rest of the weekend now. So um, the flight was good there as well. Like, I listened. I don't know if you guys, I don't even remember who posted about this. But I was reading that it's good to stay awake on a flight because something with the oxygen, something, 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 it's a good time to focus on a plane. It's a good time to get like creative work done or um, maybe if you want to brainstorm, it's a good time to do those things on a plane. I can't give you all the science right now because I don't remember it, but I believe it. So I was like, I don't want to fall asleep, but I listened to meditation music. So I was already charged up when I got there. And then... um, my friend Nikki arrived and we were waiting for the Uber. And while we were waiting, while we were waiting in that, um, you know, pickup line or whatever, there's this car that goes by and the license plate said, God and she. And I was like, bitch, I mean, at this point, y'all just yelling all the signs at me. Okay. I already know what kind of weekend I'm gonna have. So that was already lovely. And then um, we get to the hotel and my homegirl T, she's still working for the day, but she did, she was able to greet us before she went back to the office. And she had goodie bags for us, y'all. Like, again, like I felt like a VIP guest already. She had goodie bags for us with the snacks that we requested. She had water already in the fridge. She had additional snacks, you know, just in case we needed that and didn't need to do anything with the hotel room service, which also because she gets some special deals with whatever discount she gets at the hotels. We also had like room service included. So we were able to just order if we needed to. So blessings on blessings. And then, um, so one of the gifts in the gift bag was like this terry cloth romper jumpsuit situation, um, which I'm probably going to wear all the time now. I'm okay with that. 
and um, some socks, which came through during the Beyonce concert because I had some combat boots that arrived later. And the socks that I took wouldn't have been sufficient for that adventure. So blessings on blessings, I'm telling y'all. So anyway, Friday, um, I've like shower the minute I get there because, you know, plane travel, I'm not trying to catch whatever is out there floating, which by the way, I have mentioned on my Instagram story, but there are some people that watch my Instagram story religiously and then some people don't. That's fine. But I'm sharing it on here because maybe you're one of those people that don't see it. But if you are not already, go ahead and start doing your moon boosting things, whatever that looks like for you. Some of my favorites are zinc, um, colloidal silver, uh, a good probiotic, especially if you've got uh, cancer or venous dominant placements in your chart because those areas control the gut and you need strong gut health to have a strong immune system. Um, so yeah, please get on your immune boosting things. There is fuckery afoot. And then there's also school starting back. So, you know, everybody's spreading the germs. I'm pretty sure there's some other variant. I'm not going to look into that too much because I don't want to go down that rabbit hole and be dark and dismal. So get on your immune boosting things. And I said this like a week ago. And then one of my homeboys messaged me the other day and he was like, oh, I have COVID. And I was like, clearly you weren't listening to me the other day. I just said to do your immune boosting things. So get on it. All right. I'm gonna say it one more time, y'all. Get on your immune boosting things right now. Um, outside of the school things, there's even, it's something to do with, I guess, I want to say Venus and Mercury retrograde combined or something. There's something with the retrogrades that have something to do with the immune system. Clearly, I should have researched that before I shared that information with y'all, but you're getting the bits and pieces. The bones of that is what you need, which is get your moon boosting shit and get on it. So anyway, I get in my nap after my lovely shower and then I'm like, okay, I'm good. I can, I can do all the things now. So my homegirl, one of her jobs up there, she works at a lovely restaurant. It's called Smoke and Mirrors and they've got a rooftop. We had a view of like beautiful night sky and all of the skylines in DC. It was fantastic setup. The food was good. The drinks were good. Of course, we had like VIP service because she works there. So everybody knows her and everybody's like, what can I do for you? How can I help you? What can I get? It was perfect. These are the vibes I need anyway, right? Because this is the lifestyle I live. And we leave there and the plan is to go out after that. So we're already drinking. She's taking shots, by the way. That's not the life I live anymore because I can't. I can't do that. I can't do that. <laughs> I can maybe have like half a shot, but typically if I have a shot of tequila these days, um, it just puts me to sleep. Like liquor just tells me to go to bed. So I can't live that life anymore. So she's taking shots. She's having a grand old time. I'm having my margaritas and my tequilas and I'm fine with that. So we leave there to go out for the night. Um, we have a great night out. Um, some man approaches me. I don't know how old he is and I'm not doing the math right now, but he started talking to me about being from Orangeburg. And I was like, what? He was like, yeah. And I was like, oh yeah, I'm from Columbia. And he was like, uh, yeah, Orangeburg class of 88. And I, <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. And then he's like showing me Facebook statuses and Facebook people. And I was like, sir, I don't, I don't know why you're showing, I don't know any of these people. Please stop. 
I'm not, I'm not even on Facebook. Please stop. Um, I gave out my number to a lot of men that I never replied to. I don't even know why I gave out my number. Maybe it was just leave me alone or something. I don't know any of those men. I don't know why I gave it out, but here we are, which reminds me, I need to change my number soon. That's another story for another day. But anyway, so we have a great night and, um, we even get back to the hotel and my friend disappears for a while as I shower, my other friend passes out. Um, eventually one of my friends, she made it back to the room, but me and my homegirl were like, where'd you go all night? You know, we were like, you were gone for like four hours. She was like, no, I wasn't. And she was just like walking around the hotel. She eventually made it back. Thank God. But I was asleep already. And, um, Saturday I woke up hungover. That wasn't fun because what is this life? This isn't the life I live anymore. Weed would never. And weed is legal up there. So I don't know why I did, whatever. I was just, I was just in the moment and that's what happened. So I was like, clearly I'm not going to be able to do this again today. And that's okay. Um, and then we had room service because, because why not? And then my homegirl T was like, she'd be ready for us at like two o'clock or whatever. Cause she went back home and she's got a rooftop pool at her place. Again, luxurious life that I, I would like to have up there as well. And so we get to the, we get to her place and she has got, she was like, come up to the rooftop. And I was like, Oh, okay. So we get to the rooftop. She's got like this table set up. There's a cloth on the table. There's these, um, customized towels that she had with tea life on them. And, um, that's, that's her name, T. Um, she's got a cooler of tequila, Prosecco, margarita mixers, um, vodka for my friend Nikki, because I don't do the vodka. She's got this charcuterie board that Oprah recommended, or it's one of Oprah's favorite things or something. It's called, it's by Bordery. Highly recommend, by the way, because those are on my list to get in the future too. I love me a charcuterie board. And um, we've got, she was like, I'm going to order from this place called Banchan later. Um, I've got snacks, I've got chips and guacamole, I've got salsa, I've got fruit, and it was like fruit from Costco, so like all the berries were huge, all of it was delicious, like I could not have asked for a better setup. Um, so we're out there probably like three o'clock, and I was thinking like, all of this alcohol, and I don't want to touch any of it, but like it's here, and we're on the pool rooftop situation, like this, this would be a lovely experience, you know, and then it's getting hotter and hotter, so I'm like, well, let me just go and take a dip. Absolutely the fuck not. I don't know who's controlling the temperature there, but the pool was way too cold. And when I was talking to some of the people that live there, they said, you know, we've been telling them all the time that they need to do something with it, but they haven't, they haven't fixed it. And apparently like they can adjust the temperature. They just choose not to. So I was like, oh, well, that's great. So we're talking to some of the other local people that live there, um, a couple of them worked in higher ed and my friend Nikki works in higher ed. So she bonded with them about that. And we were talking to them about going to the Beyonce concert. And by the way, like disclaimer, I don't consider myself a beehive member. Um, I don't, but it's neither here nor there. Um, I do appreciate her talent, but I just, I've never been in that cult. Anyway, back to the story. So we're talking to one of the women there and she said that she thought about going to the Beyonce concert, but she didn't get tickets in advance. So she was thinking about just kind of, you know, waiting on. She was like looking out for tickets on StubHub or there's some other 
ticket things that I've never heard of that you can get last minute. And um, so she was like, I'm looking out for that. And my friend Nikki was like, well, pointing to me, she was like, go and look in, in her eyes or something, because somehow, some way, we never have a <laughs> we never have a plan for things. And we just go with vibes. And somehow we managed to get into these places um, with Shiana. And I was like, mm -mm, vibes and audacity. That sounds like some shit Shiana says. Vibes and audacity. So we had a really good time there on the rooftop. Um, we ended up playing a game. Uh, what was it called? New Phone Hootis. It's by the people that make What Do You Meme. That was a good time. Um, we had banchan food. We had that charcuterie board we had all the snacks and great company and it was just a really good day and we were on the rooftop from like three till um, nine I guess and then in my head we were going to go out that night too and I want to take full advantage of that because I don't really go out that much in Colombia because uh, it's, it's just not great it's the same people it's the same places it's the same vibes and there's always something to do in DC you're going to run into people that you don't know you know, it's a good time. But I was like, uh, you know, I don't, I don't have to go out tonight, you know, because I was already thinking, I already know I got to wear heels again. And my feet still hurt from last night from wearing heels all night. And tomorrow's a long day. Like I already know we're going to have to be walking in the stadium. We're going to have to do A, B, and C. Like I'm okay if we don't go out. So we didn't. And that's fine with me. Um, Sunday, we went to brunch. That was a good time. The atmosphere around that area, because we were in Georgetown. So there were fountains, there was uh, boats nearby, there were docks to walk near. It was beautiful. And even the weather that day in the afternoon, we'll get to the other part of the day later. But even the weather was really nice that day. So overall, just a really good experience. So we are looking at the weather for later. And it says there's a chance of rain, you know, but we're like hopeful or something. We're like, whatever, there's this percentage, but they never know what they're talking about. So it's fine. That should have been a sign there to get ponchos, but <laughs> that's neither here nor there. We were going in with optimism. So we didn't get ponchos then, even though it was in our heads too. But again, audacity. And you know, the way I live my life is borderline delusional and optimistic. So it's like, you know, there's a percentage on here that I don't agree with, but it's okay. We'll make it. It's, it's not going to rain. Lies. And um, so we head to the concert, and um, it's already raining. It's already raining en route to the concert. And I'm not talking mist. It's like coming down. It is coming down while we were on the way to the concert. And we probably should have stopped for ponchos then. Again, we're like, meh. It'll, it'll die down later. It's fine. We're good. So we don't get ponchos and we're just going in with like hope or some shit. We get to the, um, we get to the FedEx field. And when we got there, before we had even gotten there, my homegirl T was like, you know, guys, like I didn't get parking. Something told me not to get parking. So like, we'll see what the, the setup is. And we get into this parking lot. There's no attendance or anything. And we were like, mm, this looks all right. This is this is okay. We asked a few people, did y'all pay for parking? They were like, yeah, we paid on Ticketmaster. And we were like, okay. Asked a few other people, yeah, we paid on Ticketmaster. Okay. But again, there's no attendance. So we're like, does it matter? Well, again, we'll just go with vibes and, and see what happens. So we find a good parking spot. 
and there's these women across from us that are like kind of tailgating, I guess, um, before they go in. And T, she was driving, by the way. T's the one that lives there. She puts her keys in the car to do something. And this is a Tesla and the door locks. And she was like, oh, shit. The door is just locked in the car. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And in my head, I'm like, whatever. It's fine. It's because, you know, I've already blessed the weekend. So this is just a, a quick this is a quick little temporary situation. We'll be fine. And then I was like, well, it's a Tesla. So you can probably just log in from another because her phone was in the car too, phone and keys. And um, I was like, you can probably just log in from somebody else's phone, right? Maybe. And she was like, oh yeah. Okay. Here's the app. So she gives, she gets my friend Nellie's phone. Cause again, our, you know, when you're near like a stadium during big events, the internet's wonky, the cell towers are like going through it. So I was like, well, it's not downloading on my phone. Hopefully somebody else's will. So she downloaded whatever she needed to and was able to unlock the door like within five minutes. But the girls that were tailgating across from us, I guess they saw that incident take place and they, were, they had these like margarita cans and they were like, y'all want a margarita? We we're like, yes. So look at these blessings on blessings. So we have the margarita and then the car door opens. So we're good. And we take pictures out there. T brought a bottle of champagne. So we pop champagne, celebrate, yay. And then um, me and, uh, let me just say me, <laughs> me. I did take some, um, I may or may not have taken some mushrooms there with me. And I just had a little microdose before I went in, like a little 0.6, so like half a gram. And just a little enhanced visual experience is, is what I was looking for, right? I set an intention for the mushrooms to connect my ex or to connect me to the experience and really have me fully present in the moment, right? And then as we start, like it's already, okay, so it had stopped raining as we're like cheersing and all of that stuff. It's kind of drizzling off and on, but whatever. We start walking towards the stadium. Now it's like raining, raining. <laughs> It is not like a, a, a slight drizzle anymore. It's raining, raining. And it's windy, so the rain is even like coming down at an angle at this point. You know, we're all half naked. <laughs> so I was like, God, I hope we don't get sick. Well, I feel like you get sick from bacteria things, not necessarily the weather stuff, but we're risking it all at this point, right? And then I'm just thinking, shit, like I don't know what our seats look like, but I hope we are not sitting in the rain. I guess we'll see when we get there. So... We get into the stadium. I immediately grab water because I'm not trying to pass out from heat exhaustion or whatever the fuck. And then we get ready to go to our seats, but it's still raining. So we have a little snack. We waited out for a bit. And then they're like, hey, she's not coming out until 90% of the stadium's full. So you guys need to start heading to your seats. And we're like, okay, but it's still raining. And then I had a notification rain was stopping soon. So just after that, we walked to our seats. And um, we got to the wrong seats initially, and then we moved to the correct seats, but both seats, even though we went to the wrong ones first and then the correct ones, they were covered by like this overpass. And I was like, look at this, literally covered. Thank you, God. And I'm looking, you know, like down at the floor seats and there's no coverage, there's no coverage down there. So I'm like, yay, y'all got floor seats, but y'all are also all getting soaked, so. Sorry, not sorry. I'm so happy that we got the seats that we got. And um, 
it took a while before she came out. And then I was even nervous because it's starting to rain again at this point. But we are sitting where it's covered. So we're not affected by it at all. Um, but I'm like, oh, my God, is she going to cancel the, the concert? Like, what does that look like? Did I just fly all the way up to D.C. for for a canceled concert? You know, do I get to go to another one if this doesn't happen? What I don't I don't know what's going to happen. And then they turned down the lights. Everybody's cheering. And I was like, OK, so it is going to happen. And again, this is the first time I've seen Beyonce in concert, by the way. Nellie that was there with me, she said this was her fourth show. So she had an idea of what to expect. And I will say um, my friend Patrick, he's been on the show before. And he went to the concert when she was here in Columbia. And he did mention, and Patrick's also an energy worker, as you maybe remember. But he mentioned at that concert, when she came out on stage, there was like this energy, this force that felt like this wave of energy that, you know, we're familiar with, with the work that we do. And he said she came out and there was this energy that you could just feel, right? So in my head, I'm like, okay, I'm already expecting this energetic force to take place and before I even get into my review of the Beyonce concert I'm going to play Oprah's review of the concert so you can see what I already had in mind before I got there I have never in my life experienced anything like that it was um I, I couldn't I couldn't speak I couldn't scream I couldn't I was I I was in awe I am in awe of that kind of talent that kind of synergy, what it takes to do that, that kind of expression, that kind of anointing. I mean, that is a thing that's coming straight from a source that creates the planets, okay? That is like the most extraordinary thing I've ever seen. The most extraordinary show I've ever seen. My body was vibrating the whole night. Okay, so you already see what I'm working with in my head, right? So, again, that disclaimer I put out earlier, I don't consider myself a Beehive member. I'm a fan of her as an entertainer. Like, I know she knows her shit. She puts out good work, that kind of stuff. I'm a, but I'm not like a cult member kind of thing, right? And, y'all, you know, I can be vulnerable on here and share my things, share my legal things, share my, my feelingy things. And it was interesting that, you know, I had to record this particular episode this way because I even thought every time I started telling this story, it's the weirdest thing. I got really emotional. Like I got teary eyed when I would start talking about it. And I was like, what the fuck happened? And I spoke on this before, you know, I've had and I've listened to Beyonce albums in the past, but, you know, it's like, oh, OK, yeah, that's nice. But the Renaissance album I said a few times I thought that there was some sort of witchcraft in it or something because I could not stop playing it. I don't know what she did to it, but but the vibes did things to me or something. So in my head, I was already expecting like, you know, that amplified in this concert. So she comes out on stage to Dangerously in Love, and I didn't even know or think that the concert would be like would start at this point because it is raining raining it is not a drizzle it is not a mist it is raining on that stage they were mopping it several times they were wiping it down it is raining I cannot express that enough she comes out on stage to dangerously in love 
in all of this rain and all of this rain rain did I mention it was raining and and let's okay let's pause on that too because rain symbolically speaking it's a good sign it's a good omen it's you know purification it's rebirth it's uh, like spiritual cleansing so that's probably what she went into it with like whatever the ancestors are blessing me and cleansing the audience because they need it I need it too so she comes out on stage to that and I immediately felt in my heart like the music hit my heart center my heart chakra and I burst into tears (laughs) I shit you not I just I burst into tears and I was like whoa 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 (laughs) Whoa, because y'all know I'm already like weird about crying in public, especially on on video. But like, what? What is happening? And then I was like, oh, my God, is this is this the shrooms? Is this just overwhelm? Is does she put some juju in the music? What is this? And like the only thing that I can explain from that is, you know, again, what I consider her like what I admire about her is she's like the embodiment of what we should all be aspiring to be. Not not an entertainer, but like this is somebody doing what she loves and making a career out of it. Something that she, this is a gift that she has that she shares with the world. And, you know, she's making a good career out of it, obviously. But like, this is how we should all be living, doing the things that we love, making like hella money doing it. And so there was a mixture of that in my head, like, you know, this is this is the path that I'm on and not saying I'm gonna have like FedEx field arena. So I might I don't I might, you know, I might have arenas sold out doing some public speaking or something. But like she even mentioned that she's been doing this, you know, 25 years now. And I was even thinking, like, what what have I been doing that long that I could say? is a thing for me or like what has anybody been doing that long that they're that gifted in and have that kind of skill that they've nurtured right because even for me with podcasting you know this is still fairly new and in the grand scheme of things it's newish but then I was like okay well let me start let me start with like when I left corporate things right so massage school is 2011 and you know I, I officially like started as an independent contractor doing massage in like 2014. So I was like, okay. So I've been doing like my own thing for 10-ish years now, maybe, sort of. So I'm considering that in my head. But anyway, um, so yeah, burst into tears when she came out. And I just, I was looking at these other things within the show. So there was a bunch of, you know, visuals with, uh, with subliminal messages, of course, that um, I remember seeing, and I took some pictures of them. Give, serve. Um, there was a there was a message about um, whoever controls the media controls the minds. I was like, okay, message. Um, there was one that said anointed on there, and there was another one that said opulence. And I was like, okay, I like what she's doing. You know, I like I like this. I like what she's putting out there, because these are you know the things that we're ingesting. This is the information that we're receiving throughout this. And even her whole like set list was a bunch of songs about love. I was like, she started out on stage, you know, her first lyrics were, I love you. Like what a way to 
to bring in that kind of energy to this audience, right? Like, imagine, I'm not going to tell y'all I love you every time I come on the show, but, you know, it, it sets a good premise for, like, what's to come. And, um, you know, there was this, like, in between sets at some point, there was, like, this yellow visual on the on the stage, and I remember thinking, like, the sound sounded like a singing bowl, and I was like, okay, mm-hmm. Like, I wonder what kind of frequency she's got playing in the background that people that aren't hit to the game, you know, they don't they don't necessarily know what's happening with them. And uh, I will say even one of my homeboys said he knows people that went to this concert back in February. Did he say February? Was she even in concert back in February? I feel like that's lies. But anyway, he knows the people that went to the concert months ago and that they're still talking about it. And I see why. Because me knowing the things that I know about energy, it was palpable, all right? The fact that I cried <laughs> for a stranger, <laughs> the fuck? Um, so there was also moments like I was just paying attention to, you know, the things that she was saying with the visuals about portals and about um, time and space and frequencies. I was like, okay, like, all right, girl, like we speak the same language. I already knew that though. And I already know that she's, you know, been putting out albums according to certain astrological times. I, I peep that or certain moon things. Like I've been studying that. I see it. I seen it. And um, whenever she came out for energy, I was like, okay, like I'm curious what this is going to look like. Right. And the colors on the stage and on set for that uh, particular song were that blue that I always like. It's the blue that I'm always posting about. It's that blue that's good for healing. It's the it's the blue for throat chakra, for communication, for expression. And I was like, this tracks, this makes sense. And, you know, of course, everybody's singing along to that, which amplifies the energy even more. And the song is called Energy. So I'm like, this is, I mean, this makes sense too. And she even mentioned like she loves performing that song because she can feel everybody's energy, which duh, and I also even thought, you know, this is very much what people, some people, let me say some people, they go to church for. They go to church for that, you know, that shared energy that they're all feeling together. Because this is what this was. Like, the way the sound hit my energy centers, like the way that it hit my heart, the way that I mentioned, you know, it felt like and looked like a singing bowl was taking place and that the color for that singing bowl situation was yellow. And I was like, look at her empowering us with that solar plexus energy center. Like I already, I peep it. I see what you're doing here and I like it and I appreciate it. And you know, it even made me think in the future, whenever, let me not say in the future because all we have is the present, right? Um, whenever I am doing things for live audiences, you know, I, I could see how I would be doing those things too, incorporating colors, incorporating frequencies, incorporating uh, a little razzle-dazzle of magic to make the people feel the energy that that makes them feel good, right? So all in all, like it was just, it was a great show. We danced, we sang along, um, we had a really good time. And we saw reviews later. Um, my homegirl T called me afterwards and apparently like there were people that were not happy with the logistics of the field, um, with the parking. People were pissed that they even paid for parking because <laughs> we were blessed and we didn't pay for parking. Um, so when T called me, she was like, girl, 
all these people are upset about, you know, the logistics of the concert and apparently everybody leaving at the same time couldn't get off the exit ramp and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, what? That was not my experience. She was like, right? Me neither. So um, blessings on blessings. But I feel like a lot of that was was because there were intentions set. We all had this idea that like it was going to be a good time. We went in there with vibes and audacity and we just it was an amazing experience. So I would go again. I sure would. Um, Because again, like I guess I was, you know, I was I was studying the things and I even like made sure to put my phone away because I was like, I really want to be in this experience in the present and really embrace what is happening. And and I did. So it was not raining when we left. It stopped raining at some point during the show. But she performed a lot of that show in the rain. And she is a beast for that. So <laughs> kudos to her for that. Um, but it just it really made me start thinking about, you know, some of the the artists, the entertainers, the people that have been in our lives that we've known for years that are out here really embodying what they're here to do and really showing up in their purpose. And I was like, well, okay, who are some of the other greats out here that have done that? Because if if she was on Star Search at 12 <laughs> and she's what, 41 now, or she's about to be 41 or 42, somewhere in there, um, and what, she went solo for Dangerously in Love in 2003. So she's been a solo artist for 20 years now. And um, I was like, okay, Denzel Washington, you know, he studied theater in college. <laughs> Usher was singing in competitions at 12, 12. And what was I doing at 12? Putting on cherry lip gloss or some shit. Um, and he had an album at 16. Like what? When I think about who I was at these ages, this doesn't make sense. And um, Dave Chappelle, uh, he was in theater school as well. And I just think, you know, these are individuals that have have been in the entertainment industry since forever ago. But they also had a support system that nurtured what they were doing, right? They had parents that put them into these these supportive places to really um, cultivate their skills. And I was like a little bitter about that. Cause like, I didn't have that growing up and it's, it's not my mom's fault. You know, she was worried about getting food on the table and keeping a roof over our heads. And I applaud her for that because she made it happen and she did what she needed to do, but there was no space to nurture my gifts or what, um, or my creativity. And so now as an adult, it's my job, it's my duty to do that myself. So I was even thinking like, okay, well, what did I do growing up that could have been, you know, like a hint at what I'd be doing in the future? And I was like, okay, well, I was an ROTC, you know, I did that. So that was some leadership skills. Um, I did sell candy out of out of a truck or something in like middle school. So those were my entrepreneurial skills. So like there are hints of things that were in the works. They just weren't nurtured like they could have been, right? So that's what I'm doing now. Like I, you know, I take the classes, I show up, I do the things. And even me doing this now, like <laughs> this is a big step because <laughs> I was like, you know what? There's no excuse. Like I can do this. I already have the abilities. I already have the resources that I need. So 
I'm going to continue to show up because that's what I'm here to do. And that is my strength is showing up. And, um, you know, I do, I do check my analytics often. So I do know like my demographic is close to my age. And I feel like a lot of you listening have that same experience. You know, we had those parents that the only concern was going to work. I need to go to work. Doesn't matter if I don't like it, it's going to get me paid and get the bills paid. And that's not the lifestyle that I want to live. And I don't think that's the lifestyle a lot of people want to live. We want purposeful work. We want to be able to feel good about what we're doing. And that is my goal. And again, that is why I felt so emotional just experiencing, you know, what Beyonce showed up with. Like, this is something that she has nurtured and crafted and, you know, become an expert in over the years. By the way, she's a one three in human design. So she's like a perfectionist. This tracks. Um, Investigator Martyr is that one. But anyway, it was a good time. DC was a good time. The whole weekend was a good time. Um, That Monday, Nellie and Nikki left early. So I had the room to myself um, for the last couple hours of my trip. And it was a good time to decompress and just kind of take in the day, have my coffee before I got the ball rolling through the day. And um, I couldn't have asked for a better weekend, honestly. I could not have asked for a better weekend. And I love that I was like, you know what? I, clearly, I need to set more intentions for all of my travels, really just, you know, all of my everything. So lessons were learned, good lessons, good takeaways. And um, <sighs> I'm still processing it, I'm sure. And, you know, if she did do some sort of energy healing, because she even said at the end something like, you know, I hope you had a release. I was like, this bitch knew. She knew she was going to make some of us cry. <laughs> or maybe it was the rain. Maybe it was the combo. I don't know. But it was a good time. And even if you are not a Beyonce fan, like, man, just I would recommend just going for the for the the energy that is shared, you know, like you are going to feel leave or you're going to leave feeling you're going to leave feeling better. Like the way my clients say, like they, they felt lighter. Yes, I felt lighter leaving there. So maybe it was those healing frequencies she played. I don't know. Maybe it was a combo. I don't even know. I'm not going to ask questions because I trust it and do it. Go ahead and do it. If you can make one of them shows, do it. And I just have a new appreciation for her and her work and what she's here to do, who she, who she's here to be. And I'm not going to reference her as a, you know, a lot of people call her queen bee. And like, I was trying to think a lot of queens were just like appointed as queens, right? They didn't really necessarily work for that job that they got. And like, she's worked for what she got, you know, she's worked for her, her name. She's really worked for the position she is in now. So I'm not going to call her queen. I'm going to just call her Beyonce. Just like y'all can just call me Shiana, you know, don't call me queen Shiana, just Shiana. That's fine. Um, so yeah, that's, that's what I got out of the concert. (sighs) All right. I think, I think I've, um, I think I've rambled enough and I'm even surprised I got this far with the way I needed to set things up, but I'm, I'm happy I did. And I'm hopeful that you get something out of this. Um, 
I will be back next week, every Thursday, no matter the fuck what. And, um, you know, I got some more in the chambers that'll, that'll make it out eventually. And I'm just glad that you're still rocking with me. So remember to meditate and hydrate and I will catch you next time. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to Who You Call in Holistic. Be sure to like, subscribe, and share. You can find me and all my services on Shiana.com. That's S-H-E-A-N-A-H.